Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Podcast. Today, we're talking Block One takes its ICO record. Roger Ver is our best advocate, according to Bitcoin Core, cryptocurrency coming out. And then finally, in our main topic, we're discussing Tether. That's right. We're diving into it. Seriously, Thriller Podcast, starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Podcast. Today is May 30th, 2018. Today we're talking first up block one. That's right. They take an ICO record with four billion in EOS sales. Crazy. So based in the Cayman Islands. And headed by 31-year-old Hong Kong-based CEO Brendan Blummer, Block One is on track to dwarf all other ICOs ever launched in history. They will more than double the $1.7 billion that Tron took earlier this year, which had doubled the previous largest ICO. Block One raised the money by auctioning off $2 million of their EOS tokens every 23 hours at an accepted high bid, totaling 900 million tokens sold since the auctions began on June 26, 2017. Despite worldwide regulation issues, ICOs continue to draw massive amounts of investor money since the meteoric rise of cryptocurrencies market in 2017. The company plans to launch their platform for hosting decentralized web applications in June, but will leave their software open source for developers to build out the platform via upgrades to the public chain and decentralized applications. Block One has already invested millions of dollars into joint ventures with FinLab, AG, and other private blockchain investors to help accelerate the development of the EOS ecosystem. This is crazy, man. It's crazy. The only scary part about that whole about this whole thing is that they had it going for a year and people were just buying it and buying it. The fact that they're in the Cayman Islands should tell you how legal this is. <laughs> just I'm just I'm just putting out the facts. That's it. Um, the main net launch is supposed to launch here in June 2nd. Um, of course, we all know there's a security flaw um, that could lead to private data on the EOS network. But the super node attack was discovered, which caused the price of EOS to drop less than 7% in less than an hour. But it has since recovered and is currently at $12.40. Yeah, it doesn't look like a pump's going to happen. I would definitely sell your EOS tokens now <laughs> that's that's not financial advice it's just i'm doing it to mine honestly i'm getting out uh, next up we have roger ver now we all know roger ver loves to say bitcoin cash and bitcoin core well a group of developers have embraced the bitcoin core moniker and created their own cryptocurrency under the same name calling it the real open source peer-to-peer electronic cash when Bitcoin Cash was first hard forked back in November 2017, it resulted in two coins, Bitcoin Cash and the short-lived Bitcoin Clashik, the latter being the legacy tongue-in-cheek chain that did not manage to mine a few blocks at a time. But the chain didn't wither away. A few developers have been quietly maintaining it and have managed to rebrand it to Bitcoin Core. Yes, the exact same name as Bitcoin's most popular software client implementation used over 94% of all Bitcoin users. Uh, are you guys confused yet? Well, it gets a little bit weirder. So according according to its official website, they described it as a fork of Bitcoin and Satoshi's true vision. So Bitcoin Core BTCC is open source peer-to-peer electronic cash 
Bitcoin Core is a fork from Bitcoin. Bitcoin Core was nourished through a labor of love in, pre- in preparation for this mission. Bitcoin Core is an upgrade of Bitcoin Classic. The true version of Bitcoin Core is to complement Bitcoin and run alongside it by acting as an express lane for more core values, speed and privacy. According to their website, it's going to be listed on the mcap.info and coinmarketwatch.com and is supported by a software wallet and comes with a block explorer as well. And of course, you have open source on the uh, GitHub and the Bitcoin core developers and the Bitcoin community responsible for the revival of this currency is reaching out to Roger Ver, who, deli- who deliberately refers to Bitcoin core while maintaining that Bitcoin cash is Bitcoin. So they even go as far as saying we're the second best coin behind Bitcoin Cash. I don't know if this is sarcasm. Uh, I don't know if this is more like they're working with Roger or if they're actually just trolling him. It seems like somebody's trolling him. That's what it seems like to me. Either way, it's it's hilarious. And I can't believe somebody actually went through with this. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. But that's the crypto world these days. It's just effing crazy. With that, let's get into our interesting video of the day. Cars, interesting video of the day. So as you already may know, there's a lot of news out there right now just bashing, just bashing cryptocurrency in general. It feels like Every time the SEC sues anybody in crypto, they announce it on CoinDesk, <laughs> on Cointelegraph, and it just—it's it's an influx, and they, they do that to scare to scare everybody. Honestly, that's what they're doing. Uh, it's all a tactic. This is what PR companies do. Um, so now Max Kaiser has recognized that. If you guys don't know who Max Kaiser is, he runs the Kaiser Report, and he's a firm believer in cryptocurrency. And it changing the world. And he has started his own campaign with banks getting hacked. So check this out. So, you know, in the early days of crypto, you know, the word on the street was always this exchange got hacked, that exchange got hacked. But of course, since crypto is dominated by the best engineers and minds in the world that have gravitated toward this space, the incidence of these hacks has been reduced uh, dramatically. Meanwhile, in the legacy banking system, uh, not so much uh, protection against hacks. So there's been a, a major hack of Mexican banks. Uh, tell us about it. How does it impact your business, if, if at all? Yes, uh, th- there have been uh, some delays in transfers. There were some rumors that uh, a banking's gone, uh, banking system got hacked, that banks got hacked. There isn't much information flowing, but now there is some information that they were actually uh, able to create this phony accounts and transfer money out of the banks. Uh, and how it has been impacted is that uh, there's a contingency in, in the banking system and there's delays in transfers. So, for example, there's a lot of, 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 of users that withdraw money from, from Bitso or deposit into Bitso. And normally we did a great integration in which this is an instant uh, transaction. And right now it's taking hours. And it's not only us, it's the whole banking system because they're in contingency. Uh, they're, they're, they're flowing very slowly and they're trying to find out what, what has happened and they're, they're doing the investigations internal. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, in the banking system, the number of hours and days it takes to clear trades could be three days, could be a normal yeah. uh, clearing 
uh, time. And if there's a problem, uh, the system works so slowly that they many times can fix these problems before it's noticed because the whole thing kind of goes slowly. But with crypto on the scene, and as you point out, instant transactions, instant confirmations, uh, when the legacy banking system slows up for any particular reason, it shows up quickly. People are aware there is a problem. So this is an interesting checks and balance. I understand actually in Mexico now. Yeah, it's good to go on the offensive. I, I, I really believe that. Um, you know, just because there's so much, there's so much, you know, FUD being spread out there, and it's uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where there we're fighting. If especially if you look at the news every day, I'm not sure how how much of y'all out there listen to the news every day or watch the news every day or even care about the news every day. But um, there's a lot of negative press just on cryptocurrency in general, just coming out day by day. Um, seems these days they're they're attacking coins. So you have like the EOS attack, the Verge attack. There's all these different attacks that people are talking about on a daily basis and they're just trying to spread that fear um i'm a big proponent and a believer in crypto long term and i'm a big believer in blockchain as well but i think uh, in order for that to take place you kind of have to filter some of this stuff out yeah i'm not going to sit here and tell you all that there's reasons why i don't i don't play negative news in the beginning of the show like i could have i could have listed off <laughs> 10 more news news sources and news clips and news articles about just bad i think things for crypto i don't do that I, I i really don't and it's me filtering out all the negative stuff i only talk about the positive stuff and i'm sorry if you guys are kind of upset about that i don't think you guys are honestly you wouldn't be listening to the show if you were but I, I, I look at it a way to combat what's going on out there because I know they love to just spread out the, especially CoinDesk, man. They love to spread out negative news. And uh, what I try to do is just harness that and give you the funny news, the good news and stuff that's actually moving everything forward. Um, but uh, anyways, with that, let's get into Coin Talk. That's right. Sorry now. It is time. Everything you have been waiting for. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting segment of Coin Talk. If you guys uh, didn't check out yesterday's episode, there's a lot of interesting stuff that went on there. I, I know I teased you on a couple things. Um, we're going to talk about that. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. But if you want to know right now and you don't, you're like, I don't care. I don't want to wait another 10 minutes. Car, go straight to the Telegram. Usually I drop everything in the Telegram. And if, if you don't see it on there, it's probably because I already answered the question. So just like scroll up and you'll see that I've already talked about whatever subject because somebody has already asked. Uh, another thing I want to mention we have, that's right, we have our newsletter. Our newsletter is coming out here on, dang, it's already going to be the first. It's coming out on Friday. Yeah, we have one more day than Friday. So I've already picked the coin. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to find that out until Friday. But um, yeah, we're going to send out 500 coins, 100 coins a piece to, to five different people. So if you want to be a part of this, um, it's free. It's free tokens. Honestly, it's like there's no catch. There's nothing. It's just for being subscribed to the newsletter. And we're going to do this every month. So you're only going to get one of these. I'm never going to send you out like multiple emails because I trust me, I, I hate getting email. <laughs> like, I'm one of those people. I hate getting email, especially when it comes to like work stuff. I'm like, oh, more email that I have to sift through. So you're going to get one of these once a month. It's going to be like a nice little 
surprise, you know? So, you know, yeah, that's, I, I want it to be fun. I want it to be, you know, something that you guys have something to look forward to at least once a month or a nice surprise, you know, cause I feel like email, there's really no newsletters I've ever been, I've never been subscribed to where I can look forward to it and actually say, oh, wow, I get some, there's a chance I get some free crypto, you know, just for being a subscribed to this newsletter. And so um, what we're going to do, if you don't already know, we're going to send out 500 coins, 100 coins to, to five different people around the world. As long as you're subscribed to Thriller Army newsletter, link is in the show notes. And from there, all you have to do is just wait for that newsletter to hit. It's going to hit probably around midnight on Friday. So if you guys are up around that time, Central Standard Time, you'll probably see it first. Just follow the instructions. And as soon as I direct message you on Twitter, you'll, you'll get a direct message from me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Make sure to follow through a podcast if you haven't already. Uh, I'm going to send you a direct message on Twitter and then I'm going to ask you for your wallet address and then send it to you. So, so that's it. Um, and then also want to mention, um, the five coin giveaway. So we're giving out five XLM seller coins to different people, um, that leave iTunes reviews. So it turns out that (laughs) some of these seller coins I have all over the place. I have them on exchanges. I have them in wallets and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to send them from an exchange. If I can't send it from an exchange, because usually there's like a threshold on how many you can send then what I'll probably do is probably send you more. (laughs) So if you're one of the few people that actually have left an iTunes review um, and you took a picture of it and you put your wallet address, you're probably going to get more than the five that I originally sent just because it's it's a lot harder for me to dig through my wallet and then dig that out and then start this. It just takes a whole process. I'd rather just send it from an exchange. And if that means sending you more, then you get more. How about that? I uh, just wanted to mention that, but I'm going to do that today after this podcast. It's just that I'm running out of time this week. We had so we had so many different um, stuff lined up this week, like um, interview wise. Um, if you guys did it, oh, we we just had an interview with uh, Gabrielle from um, Kibi, and uh, we were talking about the different state of the industry right now. And uh, it's really interesting. I really loved uh, talking with him because he was giving me some insight onto how businesses out there actually feel about you know, cryptocurrency in general and what they think about blockchain and stuff. And um, some really good knowledge in that episode. I really enjoyed talking to him. We also have another um, convo coming up later this week. It's probably going to be released tonight, honestly. Um, And then we have one more interview that we're doing this week as well. So it's just been a crazy busy week for Thriller Podcast. And and then we've also been in touch with other people behind the scenes that's going on. Um, Check the Telegram if you guys are interested in that kind of talk. But um, yeah, just a lot of moving parts so far with Thriller Podcast podcasts um this week um i don't know I, I feel like people are starting to recognize the fact that we are um influential in this space and i know that sounds super corny but i think they're i think people are starting to recognize that um you know we provide good content and we inform the the listener and um yeah all that kind of stuff so yeah so far so far so good with other podcasts you guys are are on the right rocket <laughs> We're going straight to the moon. <laughs> Man, we should totally start a through a podcast coin. That would be awesome. No, we'd, we're not going to do that because we'll definitely be slapped by the SEC for doing that. <laughs> that would be that would be nuts. And Thriller Card does not want to go to jail for that. Hell no. I'd rather be poor and do this podcast than be filthy rich and live, <laughs> live like a scared, like a scared dog out there being hunted by the SEC. I know it's crazy. It's really crazy. With that, let's get into our disclaimer. And we play this disclaimer so that way people know that, hey, you can't trust anything that we say. It's all about just speculation, right? 
So check out this disclaimer now. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. it's time for coin talk that's right so we are actually up today that is good that is very well we got bitcoin at seven thousand four hundred and eighty five dollars it's making way making its way back up to eight thousand come on good baby climb up there <laughs> we got got ethereum at 563 that's an automatic buy. that's auto buy that's an automatic buy honestly Ethereum at 563. If it's under 600 bucks, under 500 bucks, that's an automatic buy in my in my book. We got Ripple at 61 cents. It's climbing back up. We got Bitcoin Cash over a thousand now. We got EOS at 12 dollars. Now is the time to sell your EOS if you have EOS and you're holding it in anticipation of it riding up. It's not going to ride up. It's not going to happen. Everything, everything, everything bad happened. So it's time to sell it. Seriously. Got Litecoin at $1.20. And if you bought it over then $4, I'm sorry. It's just it's just the way it rolls sometimes. I didn't see this coming. We didn't see this coming. There's no way. But man, they really screwed everything up. SEC, man, they really screwed everything up. Uh, we got um, Cardano at 20 cents. It's climbing back up. We got Stellar at 28 cents. It's climbing back up. We got Tron at six cents. Neo, Neo, $52. Got Monero at $157, Dash at $310. We have NEM at $0.24. Cents. We got VeChain at $3.48. We got Ethereum Classic at $15.16. So yesterday uh, I had mentioned that fact that there was, you know, several, not several, there was three different coins that I had noticed that were very similar to what was going on with Zcash where we didn't see that coming. Well, Ethereum Classic is the other one. And I have a whole explanation inside the Telegram. If you guys want to go check it out, the explanation's there. Just scroll up a little bit. I, I posted it on Monday, I believe. So um, yeah, Ethereum Classic is the other one. So that's one of them. And I'll keep going down and tell you what the other one is. We got uh, Binance Can Binance Coin at twelve dollars and forty-five cents. Got Bitcoin at six tenths of a cent. We got Qtum at thirteen dollars. Oh my, go at ten dollars. We got Icon at two dollars and seventy-two cents. We got Zcash at two hundred forty-eight bucks. Lisk at eight dollars and seventy-one cents. We got Ontology at six dollars and fifty-one cents. This is one coin that everybody is banking on that is going to just break out. Just there's a lot of talk about Ontology out there right now. I'm sure if you check YouTube, there's tons of people talking about ontology, saying how it's going to break out this year. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We got Bitcoin Gold at $43. We got Eternity at $3.14. We got Steam at $2.35. Man, I remember when Steam used to be like a $4 coin, man. It was always around $4. And it just seems Steam these days is just staying around where it's staying around. Kind of sucks. You know, Steam is a is a project that was built by Dan Laramore. Dan Laramore also built um, BitShares. He is the one that's creating the EOS project. And um, yeah, I don't know. The, the, I'm not going to say anything bad about EOS or anything about Dan Laramore. I just know that um, I just know that I'm just not going to invest in it. 
<laughs> you know, I'm a big, I'm, I'm actually a bigger, I'm actually a bigger fan of Ethereum, honestly. And you guys already know that I'm super biased on Ethereum, but when it comes to EOS, I'm just not, um, not as hyped up about it as some other people out there. Um, and it's, it's just because the proof is in the pudding, as they say, <laughs> just because you look at some of his other projects that has, that he has left, uh, after he started and they don't really take off. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We got Verge at three cents. You got Nano at four dollars and seven cents. We got BitShares at twenty cents. We got SiaCoin at one penny. Damn, SiaCoin is looking pretty tasty at that price. We got Wanchain at four dollars and forty nine cents. We have Populous at twelve dollars. We got Artchain at a dollar thirty. We got Golem at fifty four cents. Dang, that's a good price for Golem. Uh, man, it's up twelve percent. It's look like it's climbing. We got Stratus at four dollars and forty nine cents. We got Dogecoin at three tenths of a cent. We got Augur at $39. We got the Walton Chain at $11. We got Digibyte, Digibyte at three cents. We got Status at nine cents. We got Ion at $2. We got Bat at 28 cents. So the other, the other particular coin that was on that list was Bat. Turns out the same company, uh, like I said, go to the Telegram. You'll see all the, the stuff that I talk about on there. But Bat is the other one that uh, people are are looking at. And um, if everything falls in falls in line with what's going on with Zcash, then that that tells me that you would see something like BAT show up on one of these three exchanges. These big exchanges is what I'm trying to say. I'm not talking about like Bitrix or Binance, I'm talking about like Gemini, Coindesk or um, Polynex or anything like that. So it's a possibility the bad and Ethereum Classic could show up on something like that if it follows the same trend as Zcash. Again, all the explanation is in the Telegram. But um, I thought that was interesting. So what did old Thriller do? He went to go buy some BAT. I already have Ethereum Classic, but BAT is one that I didn't have. But now I'm buying some just to hold just in case. You know, It's kind of one of those things where I'm just going just gonna to see what happens. Just see what happens. See if what I'm looking at is real or not. Could Very likely it's not. So that's why I'm just kind of like, you know, just doing my doing my due diligence and making sure that I have some of that piece of that pie. Got Nebulous at six dollars and eleven cents. Got Komodo at two dollars and sixty one cents. We got Cyber Miles at thirty seven cents. We got Arc at two dollars and forty three cents. We got Polymath at seventy nine cents. Oh, wow. Got Pivix at three dollars and eighty seven cents. Got Bancor at three dollars and ninety cents. We got Hubai Hubal token at three dollars and eighty four cents. We got Syscoin at thirty five cents. Skycoin at twenty dollars. Yeah, Skycoin went down. Well, I mean, it was never going to stay at twenty five, twenty nine dollars. It just wasn't. Uh, got you got Ethos at two dollars and twenty three cents. Funfair at three cents. Man, I love me some Funfair, man. I'm not gonna lie, I love me some Funfair. Got Electronium at two cents. You got Substratum. At 40 cents. You got Dragon Chain at 63 cents. Ken Coin at one tenth of a cent. Dang, Ken Coin is just taking the punches. We got Nexus at $2.45. We got All Sports at 17 cents. And I think that is it for Coin Talk. That's all we got. The market is up. That's good, right? That's all we that's all I really care about these days is just to get a little momentum. We're at 328 billion coin market cap. So that's another good sign, of course. So now it's just a matter of a breakout. When is it going to happen? Well, it was supposed to happen in May. 
we're supposed to get had to half a trillion. That was supposed to happen. It's not just what I predicted. But those were those are things that were supposed to happen. Uh, we didn't get there. June is another good month. If you look in crypto history, June is another good month. We usually see a spike at the beginning of June and then a, a nice size dip towards the end. So it, and then after that, after June and July, it doesn't pick up until October. Yeah. I'm not lying. This is just the way things are. So, I mean, the next the next big bump that we're going to see was supposed to be in May, but the fact that that didn't happen, well, it kind of did, but it, it didn't. It didn't get, I think it got to like 428 billion, but it didn't get all the way to 500 billion like we were thinking. Um, so the next big one is in June, which is supposed to be another big bump because it's supposed to rise in May and then really spike in June and then, and then, not, I'm not going to say crash because that's not a crash. And then dip around the end of June to July, another little bump up in July, and then it dips. And then it just kind of just stays in a state of lull for all of August, September. And then once October comes in, it starts seeing more spikes. So I think the next big bump we're going to see here is in June. And then after that, it's going to teeter off. And then after that, we're gonna have to wait till October. So it's gonna, we're, it's it's either gonna get really bad, <laughs> and I'm telling you this just because I want y'all to be ready for it. It's gonna be, really, it's gonna either be really bad where we're not gonna see that bump in June, that it's just gonna go straight into July. We're not gonna see a bump, um, or it's gonna be really good where we're gonna see a bump in June and then a nice size dip, and then we're gonna be right back where we started, and then people are gonna be like, "What's going on?" And then come October, bam, it just happens. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. This is this is reminding me of 2016. A lot of people are out there thinking, oh, it's like 2014 all over again. Nope, it's like 2016. Go back and look at that chart. Just saying. Anyways, with that, let's get into our main topic today. We're talking about Tether. I know everybody wants to know what Tether is, what it's about, and how to use it. Today, we're discussing that here on Thriller Podcast, starting now.
So first things first, what's Tether? Tether is a blockchain technology which allows you to store, send, and receive digital tokens pegged to dollars, euros, and yen, person to person, globally, instantly, and securely for a fraction of the cost of any alternatives. How does Tether work? Tethers exist on blockchains through the Omni protocol. The Omni protocol is open source software that interfaces with blockchains to allow for insurance and redemption of cryptocurrency tokens. Tether platform currencies are 100% backed by actual fiat currency assets in our reserve account. Tethers are redeemable and exchangeable to Tether's limited terms of service. The conversion rate is one Tether equals one USD. They are currently working on building euros and Japanese yen to represent Tether and other platform currencies. Now, there's been certain allegations regarding Tether and how secure it is. A lot of people aren't 100% sure that it's actually backed by a reserve account one for one with USD. There has been allegations from the CFTC trying to investigate Tether. There's a whole KYC process that has to be done. One of the most scary things that I've noticed about Tether when researching it was there was no social media presence. There's no Twitter that has been updated since January. There is no Facebook that has been updated since 2015. Their LinkedIn as well has been kind of gone. That's scary because if you're going to be as forward as saying something counts one for one, then you should be forward with that completely. That's the only thing that scares me about Tether is the fact that they're not updating their social media presence and they're not concerned at all with doing it. Now, say what you will, but Tether is supposed to be a stable coin meaning one for one, one token for one USD dollar. Now, of course, this is going to upset the establishment. No one wants to purchase a Tether token knowing that it is not backed 100% by USD one for one. Now, this has caused regulatory agencies to look into Tether, which has incited mass media to attack Tether. Take a listen. Well, uh, what the, the backstory here is that Tether is supposed to uh, be pegged to the US dollar. So for every Tether that's created, and, and Tether is a virtual currency, for every Tether that is created, they're supposed to have received one dollar, and they're supposed to hold that dollar in a bank account. Um, that means that Tether would sort of be a stable coin and not really uh, veer in price away from $1, unlike Bitcoin, which can go to $20,000 and back down to $12,000 in the span of a week. The, the concern has been for many months now that, that neither Tether, uh, the, the company Tether won't confirm to people that they actually hold this money in reserve. That's, I mean, it's so hard to believe that they, that, that, that situation could arise. What is the future for cryptocurrency exchanges now that this investigation is underway? Well, the, the link to the exchange here, Bitfinex, is that the, uh, the concern is that Tether might have been printing 
tethers with no U.S. dollars backing them, and then using them in the market to get a dollar for each tether, no. and then buying Bitcoin with that money. So it, it might have been pumping up the price mm. of Bitcoin now. So the amount of anger out there amongst institutional investors for Tether is through the roof. People do not want this stablecoin to succeed. So now they are saying that it has pumped the price of Bitcoin. Do we have proof of this? We don't. Do we know that this occurred? We don't. Is the SEC and the CFTC going to investigate? They are. That is one thing that is scary to a regular investor of Tether. Say, for example, we purchase a coin like Bitcoin and I am purchasing three Bitcoins all priced around $7,200, $7,400, the price of a coin. Now, let's say Bitcoin rises to $10,000 and I cash out everything to Tether. I have $30,000 in Tether tokens. Now, let's say three months down the line, I want to transfer that back in because Bitcoin's back down again at 5,000 and I want to use my $30,000 worth of Tether tokens to purchase Bitcoin. Well, I can. I can use it to purchase that many amount of Bitcoins. And then as soon as it goes back up again to $20,000, I can cash out again and there you go. More money is made. Now, this is how it's supposed to work. But when it doesn't work, is when you have people attacking it. Now, if people keep attacking it like they are right now and they come to find out that they actually were not having one for one ratio with token per dollar in their reserve, then that causes the price of Tether to go down. Now, what happens when that goes down? Well, you lose all your money because let's say I had 30,000 worth of Tether tokens and they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar and the, the tether token is not worth the dollar per fiat like it's supposed to, well, then you lose out on all that money. And that's the part that is the scary part about tether. It is supposed to be a stable coin, but with as much FUD as being thrown at it these days, it is not worth the risk, which is gets us back to the original question. Should I be using tether? I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I think you take just as big as a gamble as you would just leave it in Bitcoin. But we know the value with Bitcoin. We just don't know the value absolutely with Tether. And with that, let's get on to the end of the show. I'm in shock. The nerve, the audacity. <sighs> okay. So if 
You rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of V's. What do you really think of the nigga that's making your beats? I've done things for him I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. I pop style for 30 hours, then let him repeat. Now you popping up with the jokes, I'm dead, I'm asleep. I just left from over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Tired of sitting quiet and helping my enemies eat. Keep getting temperature checks, they know that my head overheats. Don't know why the fuck you niggas listen to Denim and Steve. Must have had your infrared wrong, now your head in a beam. Y'all are the spitting image of whatever jealousy breeds. Don't push me when I'm in album mode. You're not even top five as far as your label talent goes. You send shots, well, I gotta challenge those. But I bring calicos to the Alamo. I could never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him back cause he makes me nervous. I wanna see my brothers flourish to their higher purpose. You niggas leeches and serpents, I think it's good and now the teachers are learning. Yeah, your brother said it was your cousin and him and you. So you don't rap what you did, you just rap what you knew. Don't be ashamed, there's plenty niggas that do what you do. There's no malice in your heart, you an approachable dude. Man, you might have sold the college kids for Nike and Mercedes, but you act like you sold drugs for Escobar in the 80s. I had a microphone of yours, but then the signature faded. I think that pretty much resembles what's been happening lately. Please believe your demise will be televised. Yeah. And as for Q, man, I changed his life a couple times. Nigga was at Kroger working double time. Y'all acting like he made the boy when I was trying to help the guy. Yeah. Who gassed you to play with me? Man, you made this shit as easy as ABCs. Whoever's supposedly making me hits, but ain't got no hits, sound like they need me. My hooks did it, my lyrics did it, my spirit did it, I'm fearless with it, yeah. I really shouldn't have given you none of my time, cause you older than a nigga you running behind. Look, holla at me when you multi-million. I told you keep playing with my name and I'ma let it ring on you like Virginia Williams. I'm too resilient, get out your feelings. It's gonna be a cool summer for you. I told Weezy and Baby I'ma done them for you. Tell Ye we got an invoice coming to you. Considering that we just sold another 20 for you. To be honest. Duppy. I predict in the very near future, as cryptocurrency keeps evolving, more stable coins will appear. I even think our own Federal Reserve would have their own stable coin at some point. Now, what will that do to the market? Well, it'll stabilize it, right? To a certain extent. Can these stable coins ever not be worth the price that it says that it's supposed to be stabilized as it is? It can. That's why I always say, buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you tomorrow. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Killer Podcast with Carl Gonzalez. Remember, Killer Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carl said likely will come true. It is up to you. Now go through your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto and not call. And remember, find Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.